Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus no, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. What's up? Welcome back to another edition of BetQL picking fatties on a Sunday morning. Bishop will be back tomorrow. I'm sitting in the JG. What's Sunday's up? Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday after wow. a. We just. We're talking about it off air. By the way, before we move forward, please subscribe. Tell your friends, listeners. You can follow us at BeckQL or uh, at Pickin' Fatties on Twitter. Uh, wow, we just talked about it, you and I, a couple of things. We talked about how dumb was the XFL. We won't spend any time on it to schedule against these weekends. I actually had just seen a score. And then you look at the product. It was 15 to 6, the lowest. I don't even know who it was. But Jesus. I didn't even realize they were playing anymore. But back to what you and I are going to get into, which is – you really saw it front and center this weekend. And I'm telling everyone who listens to this show, if you're going to do what you are, you're going to do the tournament, either do unders. I mean, there'll be a couple, there'll be one or two that you'll see right out of the shoot. When the selection comes out this week, you'll be like, all right, that's, I have a, that's I have a perfect example, by the way, to support what you're about to say. That's so, going to go yeah. over the total. Yeah. You, you, you'll say that's going to go, but, but the majority of the games play unders and or just play spreads because what you watched yesterday outside of Kent State Toledo, what you watched the best game of the day yesterday, by the way. Yeah. And what you watched yesterday was Kaka for the for the most part. I mean, it's just they're just low scoring the kid. And it's not just the defense. The teams can't shoot for whatever reason. They get all nervous in these tournaments and they don't shoot. So they get they get tight. But also it's the game flow. So UCLA, Arizona, UCLA, since 
the one of their the last of their three big guys they had got into foul trouble. Their entire strategy on offense, every possession, was kill clock and shoot at the last second, get an offensive rebound, kill more clock, hope to get fouled and score. That it doesn't matter if if the opposing team goes down and scores in two seconds. That game's staying under the total because the entire it wasn't even close, right? And yeah. these obviously the teams want to win everything, you know, not to say they wouldn't want to win in the regular season, but the point is, is like to support what you were saying, it's just these this game flow and the game script and totally strategy, changes. Totally know, changes. frequently UCLA was probably like, you know, their their coach who is I don't I want to get I, I want to get on that game in a second, but a, a winning possession for them yesterday was kill 40 seconds. If you score great, if you don't whatever that's 40 seconds less than Arizona is going to have to have the ball. And I, and I agree. And I don't, I really don't understand why when team, like if you watched the games yesterday, so you watched like, let's say Alabama, Missouri at one point, Missouri was like nine for 36 and Alabama is like nine for, and it wasn't just, if you watched the game, cause you actually turn it on and you watch it. It's not like you say, Oh, well, no, I get it now. It's the M- the NBA players have come in and they've changed right. uniforms and they decided to play defense. They just don't hit shots. I mean, Correct. it was the same on the Duke-Virginia game. That was incredible to watch. Incredible to watch. Um, Here, I, I did some prep on this exact topic. I'll yeah. read you some combined field goal percentages. And this is field goal percentage. This is not three-point percentage. This is the two teams shooting shots inclusive of layups and dunks. 36% UCLA, Arizona, 37% Duke, UVA, 35% Marquette, Xavier, awful game, by the way, Oh, 34% Utah State, San Diego State, San Diego State shot 20% from the field, right, and won 34%, the game, 34%, yeah, 34% Tulane, Memphis, yeah. 35% Penn State, Northwestern, these are combined shooting percentages for yeah. entire games, these are bad three-point percentages, right, and that's right. the entire game, field goal percent, it's, it, they get so tight. Prepared, and, and here's the difference this year in the tournament. While you're going to, you're going to have a lot of these same type of games in this first round, these teams that are playing each other that are eight, nine, seven, tens, even 11 sixes, maybe even five to 12 fives. You just will because some, you know, a couple of these teams, like as an example, I think Vermont's projected to be a 14. Now Vermont, who wants to play them? Who wants to play them? They like to come up the court. They they pass it around for like 25 seconds. Now, they scored a lot in there, but I actually watched part of that game yesterday. They they scored because they, the teams they play. But when they play in the NCAA, if they, they're going to play a three seed, or or let's just say they're a, a – let's say it's a four, 13, whatever it is. Right. They're going to play a pretty good team, and they're just going to walk the ball up. They're going to eat the clock. They take a lot of threes. They can hit some threes. They're long. They play. They try to play very good defense. I'm just saying, you're going to have a lot of these games in this first round. I think this year, because of the parity, even like I know we think there's going to be great, and I'm sure there'll be some close games. So there'll be some good finishes. I just don't see the caliber of shooting and the scoring like it's been during the season. So just be be prepared for that. And that is the great equalizer. Ultimately, everybody's like defense travels. Sure. But if your offense doesn't come with you, right. then 
I, I mean, look at Cincy. You. Look at Cincy and Houston. I mean, did, I think Cincy had thirty some points at the end of the game too. And you're just you just or like maybe forty or something. You like. Ugh. I kept having my head yesterday because I I I like to play overs. I like to follow two or three teams throughout a tournament. Utah State was one of the teams I was following. I watched three straight games of theirs, and f them for the way they scored against New Mexico because it suggested to me that they were going to keep going up and down and scoring. The Boise State-Utah State game was just an awful product to watch. You know Um, what I realized about Utah State? Utah State tends to, instead of them playing their own style, they tend to adopt the style of who they're playing. So New Mexico gets up and down. You know, Boise literally walks it up. That Boise is not a high school. They they just they're just painful to watch. And then obviously a low number there. And obviously, um, San Diego State and San Diego State doesn't even care about playing offense. I mean, they they don't. No, like you said, they shot twenty some percent and won the game. Yeah, no, it's absurd. I mean, it's yeah, yeah they do. You trust me? They adapt their. I did. We, we did talk about this last week, though. I mean, I think two teams that, I mean, Utah State's squarely in the tournament, so they're clearly a tournament team. Good. We we said that last week. I think Nevada is the one that's going to be. Nevada's be out. Team. Yeah, yeah they're, they're out. out. You can't okay. lose. You can't lose to San Jose in the tournament. You're not getting in when you're on no. the bubble. They're out. And then um, I think did we talk much about Penn State? No, but we we obviously Penn talked State's a lot about in, Texas. By the way, Penn State for in. sure, for sure they're in, and they passed the eye. They've been passing the eye test <clears throat> for a couple of weeks now. Hey, it's I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna put you on the spot because I like hmm. to do this with you. I'm gonna ask you right now, and you haven't had any time to think about it. I just want to hear your answers because I guarantee you they're close to mine. Um, five teams you just don't want to play right now when you're going hmm. into term. They don't have to be small, mid major. Just I don't care if they're all big dogs. I'm just saying. Five teams right today. The ball's tipping in two hours for every team in the tournament. You don't want to play this team. Go. Who's your five? I know we have at least two that are the same. I would venture. Um, I mean, it's tough. I think if I, I'm going to start, they're not, they're I'm going to start with some of the not. right, right. I'm going to start with some of the bigger sort of like bigger name teams ish. Um, and we just talked about them. I think I, I wouldn't frankly want to play Penn State just because they're old. They have a lot of veterans and, and they're resilient. Um, as much as it pains me to say, I mean, it's very obvious, but UCLA, like I don't want to go with like hot takery here. Like I think UCLA is going to be an extremely tough out just because they're never out of the game because they can, if, if they need three stops in a row, they can get them. And Hawkes is just, Hawkes is really, really good at getting to the, at getting to the rack. Um, I don't, I'm not, I, I just, I'm sorry, but I know you're going to say Duke. I, I, we got to talk about Duke, but I'm, I'm out on Duke officially out on Duke and we can get, we can get on that in a moment. So I'd say Penn state, I'd say uh, certainly Texas. I mean, I, I, I called this last Ooh. week. Ooh, Texas yes. looks like uh, Texas could win the whole thing at this point. That's I thought they were number, final That's my team. number. That's my number 1 because yeah, they just lock they they're yeah. deep athletic and boy they'll just lock. You know who down. I want to play right now? Ooh. I want to play Kansas. All of a sudden Kansas turned into Grady Dick. It's the Grady right. Dick Jayhawks. I'm mean, right. what, what is going on here? Yeah. Um but another so, team you'd want to play would be Baylor for for sure. I mean, again, like is Iowa State going to make it in the tournament? They are, right? Gosh, I, 
I guess they will, but I just, I shake my head. I think there's going to be some things to talk about after this. There'll be teams that you're shaking your head at, and there'll be teams that you're like, I can't believe. And again, I've been riding the Vandy wagon for weeks. Yeah. I mean, all they've, all they've done is beat Kentucky twice, Mississippi State, Tennessee, all these teams down the stretch. And apparently they're the last four in, but yet a team, the teams they've beaten are solidly in, oh, which yeah. makes no sense. The number and, one team that I would not want to face. So I'm going to round out the the uh, we have Penn State, UCLA, which again is obvious, but I, I think I UCLA is probably up there with Texas to me. The one and two, you yeah. just don't want to play them. Texas, I think Iowa State is actually playing pretty good hoops right now. Just you know, they they lost pretty handily to Kansas, but that was a, a closer game than people realize. Um. But the number one team that you're not thinking about that I wouldn't want to play is Kent State. Kent State can ball. Sincere Carey is the best player in the nation that nobody's ever heard of. No, he's good. And 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 the other thing about them is they'll play good. They're, they're a very good defensive team. I mean, Toledo is one of the best offensive teams in the nation as far as efficiency-wise yeah. and pace. And I think they're number two behind Gonzaga in – scoring offense now they still put up 78 but Kent State <clears throat> yes Kent State can D you up yeah. I would I would go with Texas I would go with UCLA if you want me to go an off the grid type of team in the first I'm not going to say Oral Roberts because I don't trust Oral Roberts I don't think Oral Roberts is very good you got you and Jason keep talking about them I think well, he they're, does they're, Jason they're very Bishop, okay Bishop loves them I I yeah. don't I wouldn't want to play um I really wouldn't want to play if it's one of those teams. I probably wouldn't want to play uh, Florida Atlantic only because um, they can D you up too. Now, they've kind of faltered, if you ask me, the last month. I mean, they were in fuego for a while. And you're like, gosh, they were not only scoring, but they were Ding you up. I'm not sure I'm as high on them. But like you said, and and then again for me, and you and I are on complete opposite spectrums on this. But yeah, I'm going to say um, I'm going to say Duke. I just think they're they are peaking at the absolute mm-hmm. right time defensively, especially defensively. They've been very very good all year, and offensively at times not. But you know that's a Duke team that a few weeks ago people were like, eh. and now I think Duke is a team I would not want to play. In the tournament, I'll be. I'm going to be very surprised if they don't make the final, at least elite eight. I so am. we took we took a couple weeks off at the tail end of the playoffs in the NFL because you and Jason were were on a roll there. I I had a very good sort of logical play for the Giants Eagles game, and I, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm bringing this up because I analogize it back to Duke. The Giants beat the Vikings. Every single person going into that game was saying how the Vikings are frauds and the Vikings offense is not good. The Giants beat the Vikings. Then we flash forward to Giants Eagles and everybody is saying, oh, the Giants could be pesky. They just beat the Vikings at home. Hey, everyone, you just talked all week about how bad the Vikings were. And then now you're using that as an example of why the Giants are now good and can play with what is a known to be very good team. And what happened? They got waxed. And I was on the side of the Eagles pointing this out. The same thing is going on with Duke right now. The ACC is a bottom three conference in college hoops this year. Bottom three. They're poop. So Duke going on a seven-game winning streak against the ACC. Whoopie-doo. Sorry, but like I'm just that, that's not a 
that, that not, you're going to sit there and tell me that we've been talking all year about how the Mountain West might be better than the ACC. Duke goes on an ACC run. And then now all of a sudden, because of that, Duke is elite. No, no, I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not saying they're elite. Me, me personally, I'm not saying they're elite. I'm saying I won't be surprised if they get to the elite eight and I wouldn't want to play them. That's all I'm saying. I would bet right now, if you can find the prop, Duke does not make it to the Sweet 16. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. There. Said it. No, now, what's, sweet okay, 16. so what seed do you give Duke right now? Three? Four? Yeah, three. So their first round matchup is going to be a type, and let's, it'd be funny if this is them, but it's going to be a Vermont type. It's going to be State, I'm saying, yeah. Kennesaw State type. Which, like you said, they could struggle in that one. Who knows? But, but every three seed would be I would 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 beat Duke. Baylor would beat Duke. Kansas State would would beat Duke. Gonzaga should have been on. By the way, our list of teams you don't want to play. That that's actually that was a huge miss because I have a I have a predicted bracket up right now. Duke is going to be overseeded because that's just how it goes with Duke. Well, Actually, I don't, they have think, meta, they I don't think overseeded. They're not going to. You have metaphor, right? They have metaphor right now. Yeah, yeah so, that's not that's not overseeded. No, that's not overseeded. That that's rare. Duke, Duke. Let's. There isn't like everybody's like, oh, you know, Duke always gets the calls. No, they actually do. Like I've seen statistical. Oh, yeah, they're the, New, they're the New England Patriots when Brady was there. They got every. They get every call. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like the they're the Lakers. They're you know they're teams that like the they're almost too big to fail for the, the NCAA, but. Um, I mean, yeah, they're playing. It would be Louisiana. I have no file on the Raging Cajuns um, this year, so you can tell me how that game would go. But if they win that game, then they're playing A and M or Drake. the The main thesis I have behind why Duke is going to struggle in the tournament is because the only areas within their schedule that they have had success is in conference. Their best out of conference win is probably Xavier. And Xavier sucks. God, I you, could you believe when you Xavier. when you looked up and I think it was, oh my, it was, was it twenty eight to ten or something? Xavier was like three for twenty. I mean, Marquette's good, and I get it, but and I like what Shaka Smart's done. And I think he's, I mean, he's, he's kind of obnoxious. I did not realize how annoying he was. Oh, you mean on the side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh my yeah, God. He's annoying. He Chill can be the very fuck annoying. out, dude. Yeah, he can be very annoying. But I'm still surprised. Uh, and who are they going to? So is the Big East Championship today? No, it was yesterday. Marquette won. So Xavier, yeah. So that was it. Huh. Yeah. So the, the, the that two was, that was the, in- So that was Xavier's best they could do in a champ. God, that's mm, 
It was the two games going into that, the Yukon. So Yukon Marquette that had that MSG big East tournament vibe, by the way, next year we should absolutely go. I got a buddy I work with who's based out of Kansas um, or sorry, Kansas city. And he just rolled through Thursday night games, just sat there from like 6 PM on just game after game. after game. he's a DJ just betting four straight games. We should go to one of these tournaments. I think. What did he go? Which so he went to the Big Twelve. Big Twelve, yeah. So we saw Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma State. Um, he saw, I think, Kansas State. He went to Kansas State um, play, but like, I mean, it's the best ticket you can get because you get four straight games. You know, they generally clear out so you can move closer and closer. Oh to the, yeah, uh, dude. I I did it years ago. It was when, yeah. When it's Air better Force, than the NCAA tournament to me. I think. Well, so. I went to the. I was at the NCAA. It was the year actually that Carolina won it. I mean, it was way back in the early two thousands. Uh, Air Force was actually pretty good. We saw some good runs. I saw BYU. I think it was when Jimmer Fredette was there. Played oh, Syracuse. It was a that was a crazy good game. BYU Syracuse. Then I saw who else did I see? Uh, I saw UTEP play Maryland. And oh, this I, was the big show. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was but, a big show. Yeah. But, but for the Big East tournament, the two, the one of the semis was terrible. The Creighton Xavier game was basically the Marquette Xavier game, but instead of Xavier playing like S in the Creighton Xavier game, Creighton barely showed up. Yeah. They were down 14 at half. I think they right. scored 21 points in the first half. Yeah. Disgusting. Nice. By the way, I had the over there poop. Um, and then, yeah, but then the UConn Marquette game, that game was awesome. It was ugly, and there was not a lot of scoring. Um, well, at least there wasn't a lot of like consistent, like quality offense. But that had that classic MSG Big East tournament, like you know, semis, finals, like electricity to it. And and that's why, by the way, I am very excited for Patino to go to St. John's because St. John's is going to be back. And that stadium is going to go nuts when they're making runs in the Big East tournament. You think Patino goes there? Oh, I think it's a lock. I mean, you don't you don't fire your coach. He was a I don't I mean I didn't really pay that much attention to St. John's, but they were competitive this year. I don't think think their coach deserved to get you know. Yeah, but I think I think yeah, it's funny. You know, you look at you look at Ewing at Georgetown just year after year now, just can't do squat, and they and I guess he's gone too, but. Yeah, I mean, who was it? Who's the coach of St. John's? Mike? Is it Davis? It was uh, whoever the coach was. Um, yeah, Mike, you know, Anderson. Had, Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson. He, he had his run at Arkansas, and uh, I he, think St. John's. Yeah. Patino's was going to St. John's. It's 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 basically a lock um, at this point. So I think that's a great. If that happens, that's an absolutely fantastic hire for St. John's. I mean, the guy, you know what? Yeah. He goes to Iona. He goes to Iona and they go to the tournament. I think almost maybe he didn't go one year, but every year he's there, they win it. And uh, the guy can just flat coach. And you're talking about being able to recruit when you're at St. John's. I mean, come on the DC area, New York, DC for hoops. And you know what he's going to do. He's going to pull, he's going to get some hot, you know, hot, hotties to show these folks around he's going to do the same exact shit he was doing at louisville because guess what it works right oh and and not only that he's going to get he's going to get he always you well you will at st john's he'll get himself some drop knockdown shooters oh yeah with, with those athletes and like and some said, knockout blondes to correct take the, 
the well, kids around town. Can you yeah. like you said, it works. So yeah. that's funny. He will do that. Has that been announced, by the way, or is that just the rumor? It's it's one of those very strong rumors. It's yeah. being reported on every well, day. It makes it, sense. Yeah, it makes exactly. sense. I mean, come on. It's funny that he he wants to get his revenge on the Big East because Louisville used to be in the Big East. I mean, he he coached the Big East when Louisville. That oh, was yeah, huge. So it's like he's basically coming back to say, "I'm the king. The king is returning. I don't give an f where I'm going to land, um, but I'm going to go to St. John's. I'm going to turn that." Uh, it, it, again, I don't understand Georgetown or, or what they're doing. You know, my high school kind of did something similar where like we were a bit like a uh, we were very good academically. And then like we had this dude come in that was like, fuck athletics. And just so we basically just stopped caring about sports. Is that what Georgetown is telling everyone that they just want more like government people to go to their school? Because, <sighs> hey, Georgetown, what are you doing? You're right. a basketball school like but you should have paid Rick Patino 15 million dollars a year. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. I think if, but I'll be honest, if I was Patino, if I was Patino just because of the academics alone, I think I'd rather have the ability to go to uh, recruit at St. John's up in New York. 100%. But you, you would only take the Georgetown job if you can basically say, guys, I need 12, I need seven dudes a year that you don't even look at their transcripts. Right. You just, you get a text message from me, you know. (laughs) So in, in, start off. Let's start off in trouble right out of the shoot. Whatever, man. It's over. All of that shit's over. I don't think that there's. Ever, I don't think under the current situation today, anything. We're not going to see any like death. Uh, what am, What do you call it? Uh, poison pill. What is it? What that that UNLV got or whoever got for the like when the program gets destroyed. Oh, with the death penalty? Yeah, there's not going to be any of those for right now. No, but just, I still, I still, West. I agree with. I, I'm not sure what G Town's doing, but but yeah. but St. John's will be. So back to the tourney, though. Today we have selects. We have five games today. Who do you like? Who do you like any of the games today? Who do you like today? Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, I, I, I think, I think it's getting a little chalky today. You know, I think See, Purdue. That, a lot of people thought that yesterday. Right. Right. And yeah, I mean, every day is a new day. I think Purdue, though, is. Uh, I think the last, you know, the last time I looked this up, the last time Purdue won a Big Ten tournament was 2009, which is wild because they've had some really good players come through Purdue. I mean, just Jaden Ivey last year, you'd have thought they could have, they could have won. I think they were, they were in the finals against Iowa. So I think Purdue is going to I, I they're just going to play their best today and they're going to care as if this were an NCAA tournament final because they want to win this. Um, obviously Penn State wants to win it too, but Penn State all they really needed to do was get in the tournament with their performance in the NCAA tournament. Um so I just produce a lot better than Penn State. If this game is is December 14th and it's on a neutral court it's a, a 11 and a half point line. Oh, no question. Yeah. So, I just, I yeah. Purdue one of those teams. Like you'll look up today and if in the first half and it could be 22 to 14 Penn state, you know, just, could, and you look up be. and that's what you see. And then, like you said, you, you'd quit watching the game and you look up with two minutes in the game and right. it's Purdue 64 Penn state 54. I don't like that game. Let me tell you the game. I like, 
I like VCU, and that's another team. My well, dude, on the other side. That's fine. That's fine. Um, They just, they're just hard to. They're just, they're just. Now maybe they'll lay an egg today, but the way they play, that's a team. And Dayton would be another team if they get in the tournament. You wouldn't want to play Dayton either. Absolutely not. They are big. They are athletic. Um, Whoever has their coach been there? Was he the same dude that took them to the Elite Eight? Grant. Uh, I'm not sure if Grant, Grant was at VCU before. After Shaka, I, I believe. I believe. I believe. Okay. But I can be wrong on that. But yes, he can flat coach. Um, They're a great team too at this time of year. I mean, I've just seen. I've made so much money over the years just looking at Dayton's first round game and just being like, don't care who they're playing, they're winning that game. They're, they'll be good. The other game I like today is I'll, I'll take um, A and M and take the six against Bama. Yeah, I'll grab the six. I A&M, just not. So, I, I watched not a lot of that game yesterday. Um, well, they came out on fight, dude. They just didn't miss. It, they it, shot seventy two percent in the first half. About to say that. Yep. It so, was crazy. They were hitting yeah. everything. Well, I mean, they. I'll tell you, A and M. That's a team. I know no one talks about them in the SEC. It's Bama. It's this one. It's that one. It's Tennessee. Um, you know, it's Tennessee. A and M. Man, they have. First of all, they're a very, which you will see it. You will see this rear its ugly head with a game that you do. Not you personally, but anyone that listens. It will happen, and you'll be salty. <laughs> Free throws. And oh. AM AM is a very good outside of one of their guys, they're a very good free throw shooting team. They have three or four guys that can just flat stick the free throws. You know, whereas Bama is dicey. Even last night in the UCLA game, if the kid makes Boomba is just throwing it against the back of the rim. Yeah, for, for who? For Arizona, whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, Mama. Yes. Moomba. Just he actually, Roomba just throwing it at the rim. He actually yeah. throws it at the backboard and sometimes it goes in. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I think I think uh AM can that's a team, but we'll see today. And then and then uh those are the games I like today, though. I like VCU. I think I can see Memphis screwing with Houston. I I know, but that so you know last week I had that under Sasser, that was a, if Sasser that was a out one, by the way. Chapter um, might be hurt for Houston. For Houston, yeah. I I I think Houston is just they're, they're they're turning into a bit of an unstoppable force right now, at least in conference. I mean, they absolutely they took Cincinnati's girlfriend. They said, "Hello, you come with me now," and that was that. Yesterday, that game was a utter <laughs> de- destruction on behalf of Houston against Cincy. And maybe Cincy sucks. I haven't watched a lot of Cincy, but you know, they're still Cincy, right? They're not a bad team overall, generally. And Houston destroyed them. So I think Houston right now, I don't think they're afraid of Memphis right now. They were up big on Memphis. Um or Memphis was up big on them last week. They came back. It was at home. I I, I think Houston I think you'd them. have to check and That's see true. if Sasser is how hurt because he got hurt in the game i don't know i was just trying to read his availability i'd have to look that up because that's a big loss for houston they're laying six if sasser is not able to go or he's not at full strength you know memphis obviously i think they're squarely in now as well but uh winning this would obviously cement that but they just played a week ago like you said six point you know and it it was a it was a two-point game 
Um, I mean, Houston had to come back. I, I think yeah. I would take, I think I would take Memphis plus the six today. Now, like you said, you're always scared when you do that against Houston. Cause you'll look up and it's 29 to six Houston sometimes. And you're like, right. but then you watched them. I watched, I happened to have the misfortune of watching the garbage with Houston and East Carolina. And it was 17 to 17, like at halftime. And I'm like, or something crazy. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, I think they were six for 30 in the front. And I just, I just don't get these teams sometimes. I mean, I don't know yeah. when you're playing, well, I, when you're yeah. playing East Carolina and you're favored by 21, there should never be a time in the first half near the end of the first half where you oh, have 17 points. That was the ab- semifinal. Never. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I, I guess my, yeah. I mean, but they'll lock you up. Yeah. I, I just, I think that's a game that I want to watch today for sure. Yeah. I just think beating Cincinnati by 21 points yesterday, that's an emphatic win. And I just think that Houston I'm belie- I'm buying into the hype. I'll put it that way. I'm buying okay, into the hype. The, I'm yeah, going to roll the six. They're, and, they're yeah. definitely a team in the first round. They're just so athletic. It's they are, and they're crazy. a team in the first round where they're obviously going to be Houston. They're talking about them a one seed, I guess. Right. Um, and they're going to be a team. I don't know what happens if they lose today, but they're going to be a team that you won't want to. That's the last game of the day today, I guess, is the yeah. – no, I think the big well, yeah, Big Ten tournament too. I think it's two, those two are late, but the American, yeah, the American and the Big Ten. So those number ones are already if they're number ones, whether they win or lose, they're not going to flip them that late because you're going to be they're going to be making the selections literally while that game is just finishing. So right. uh, I think Houston, they'll just dominate that 16 seed whoever they play. They'll just oh, that's they'll hold them. To, they'll hold them to 40 and score 70, but <laughs> I know, you'll, give, you'll like give 28 the... point. You'll give 28 or 29 in the first round, but whatever. I got to oh, wrap it. You got anything else before we wrap it? Cavs laying it against the Hornets. Second night of the, on a back-to-back against for the Hornets. Hornets also they're playing a lot better, but it's a nine and a half point spread. It was up from seven and a half last night. So the sharps are already on it. Lay the nine. Um, and then I, I have a little tease, so I hit one of these last week. I want to hit it, hit another today. Um, the Ivy league tournament has only one time Ooh. in its short history gone under this number. Um, I think Dayton take them up to catch nine in a hook and then bump Yale Princeton down to one thirty two, and, and go over on that. Um, it, you'll have to pay a bit. That's like minus one fifteen, but. I like that sweet tease right there. That's, that's I like all I that. got for you. And then, and then, and then, and when we're done, don't don't hang up because we have to. There's a new thing here. We I have to show you how it downloads, so it downloads both of us. Because sometimes you'll jump off, so just stay on for a second. But and then my so you have his plays. I'm going to take uh, VCU lay the two. I'm going to take A and M plus the six. I'm going to take Memphis plus the six. And we will be back tomorrow. Bishop and I will be back tomorrow to. Go over all the teams. I guess lines would be out. Lines and matchups will probably be out by then, considering Tuesday night sure. starts starts the show. And then, and let's and people, I'm going to say this: don't sleep on that nit now. <laughs> They're going to. Don't do They're it. They're going to sleep on the nit. All kinds of monkey matchups going on where they, these teams go monkey in that round and they go crazy in that round. You'll see. You'll and, and there's late night. It just goes nuts. I can't wait for you to put a fat wager on vandy to win the nit all right boys we'll be back boys and girls i think there's at least one girl that listens we will be back like i said bishop and i will be back tomorrow good luck today remember subscribe download tell your friends 
Follow us at Pickin' Fatties. Back tomorrow. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Pickin' Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out fatties. <laughs>